Good evening, and welcome on into another episode of Outdoor Adventures. Quack, quack, honk, honk, and a vroom, vroom to you. My name is Stan Poggle, and my co-host, legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer, Chris Kudak, is joining me as well. And uh, we're we're finally back on for a full hour after all those uh, gopher games here, Kudak. So uh, you better be strapped in and ready to go, because uh, we have a lot of time to kill here today. Yeah, but we got a lot of stuff going on. You know, walleye season closed here a week ago, but, you know, we've been out tulipy fishing. We've been perch fishing. We can still catch northerns on Malacs. And, uh, you know, the little lakes around, you know, the, the panfish are still biting the crappies and the sunnies. You know, we can fish them right till, till you know, ice out. And, uh, you know, it's been a pretty good bite. We got, got a lot of snow, but you can still get around. Uh, Dickie's got road clouds up on the south end over on Wacon, so you can get out to the crappie spots of the perch holes there and I obey. They're catching crappies there. We're, we're over on the east side. Dickie's got roads plowed out to uh, the July bar and, and we've been out there just knocking the snot out of big tulipies. I mean, it's it's been fun. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to that uh, smoke tulipie party you were having. I seen you posted something on our Outdoor Adventures page here the other day about something about free beer and free smoke tulipie. What's that all about? Well, well, I, I believe that you posted that, and uh, I'm glad you did that because the beer's all gone, the tulipies are all gone, and you lost out again. Yeah, that's the story of my life, I tell you. But we got we got Focus Outdoors coming up on uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, Tom Porker and some guys from South Dakota, and and we're going to go do a tulipie shoot over there. And we, I mean, the tulipies we're catching are really, really nice tulipies. We're getting a few walleyes, but, you know, it's, walleye season is close, so you got to throw them back. But, you know, I got some guys that are coming with me, the, the Ward brothers there, and they, they take them and smoke them, and they do a very good job of smoking them. And if, you know, if people want to go have some fun, you get out there and you're, we're fishing 40 feet of water, you got your Vexlar, and, and we're, we're, we're using, uh, custom jigs and spin. They got some flashers that you can put up on your line. And then you use a panfish jig with, with your larvae. The red your larvae has been the best for us. And I'll tell you what, you want to go have a good time and catch, you'll catch tulipies, you'll catch perch, and you, you know, every once in a while you, you'll get into a uh, you know, walleye, but mm-hmm. you know, you got to throw the walleye back. But, uh, you know, it's fun fishing. I mean, and, and the tulipies are good smoke. Let me tell you, I've had a bag of them and, and they didn't last long. They're, they're really good. Well, no food lasts uh, very long around you, but uh, we have plenty of things to chat about. Of course, uh, we're kind of transitioning from that uh, winter to uh, springtime now. We're going to be getting the cycles out pretty soon and the muscle cars, so a lot of that stuff happening. We'll uh, update the folks on kind of a few things there that's going on and plenty of sports shows happening and and hunting shows and all that good stuff. And our good friend Mike Coldfront Curry is uh, joining us here today as well, and he's always a good time to chat with. So uh, let's bring him on because he's been a busy man as well. And uh, even uh, here he uh, picked up a few uh, awards, believe it or not, Kuduk. But uh, let's welcome in uh, Mr. Curry right now. How are we doing, Coldfront? Hey, guys. Uh, Well, I'm just sitting on the south shores of uh, Mille Lacs. Um, out uh, looking, I just had a few snowmobiles go by. It's got to be, boy, a pretty cushy ride out there for those guys. But, but Kudak, you have to, when you're catching those tulabies, my God, if, if you're putting them in a pail, you have to throw the pail away. They stink so bad. Well, you know, you, 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 I've been doing it so long, I figured out a garbage bag works the best. 
I just, you touch them and you're going to be stinking up for yourself and, uh, you'll be sleeping on the other side of the, uh, of the house, I'm sure. By the way, I thought you were in Malacca today. I thought you were, you were, you were doing business in Malacca. What are you doing up on the South Shores of Malacca? Well, it's the only place I could find two bars so I could, so I could talk to you guys. I was driving all over the countryside here and get one bar, one bar, one bar and finally got two bars. Yeah, I've been in Malacca. I'm working on my mom's estate and um, getting a workout, shall we say? Well, you you know, from the from Malacca to the South Shore of Malacca, you're 30 miles away. I thought maybe you'd you'd come over and park in the yard, and then we'd go to the Gilman for uh, the meat raffle. <laughs> oh, that's not a bad idea. If I could, uh, I might just have to do that. Well, there's plenty of them around up there going on uh, around the lake there. Geno's has got one, and Whitecaps has got one. There's, everybody's got a meat raffle on Saturday afternoon up around that lake. And, you know, they get people in there, but, you know, you're you're up there looking around, and look at the snow we got. It's going to be a little bit before the snow melts and the ice goes on that lake this year. Oh, my gosh. I was um, I was up last weekend before we got the, the storm on Monday, and uh, walking in the woods, I, I buried the ATV, so that was useless. Uh, try to get out in the woods, and uh, literally was walking out there. But it's it's over the knees uh, deep in the woods, and so it's it's going to not be an early spring. But uh, I think Mother Nature, you know, this is if the temperatures are warm enough right now, you're not going to hurt the uh, deer too much. Uh, and if we had the cold with this, then then I'd have some issues. And I'm seeing tons of pheasants around right now, uh, especially alongside the roads. And so I think uh, so far so good. Keep your fingers crossed that uh, uh, our wildlife will make it through the winter okay. Yeah, and we're seeing those signs of spring. We've got plenty of a great winter fishing uh, left to go here, at least in the month of March. But uh wanted to get into that a little bit. And I know uh we shouldn't have to mention this again, but I was a uh, victim to it almost last night. Me and my buddies were heading out fishing, and I was all gung-ho to go, and I had thought about it for the last couple of weeks. I thought, you know, I should really go get my license. And then I was all ready to go, almost ready to head out to the lake, and I'm like, hmm, I need to buy a new fishing license. Well, the good news is you can get it online on your phone. Well, I didn't know that, but I, I did get it in time, and uh, thankfully I thought of it at the last minute. But, I mean, it's something that's not always on the top of your mind, you know, because it kind of happens in the middle of the season here, so we want to remind people to uh, make sure you renew your license if you haven't already the next time you go out. But um, transitioning into the uh, spring stuff here, we got plenty of sports shows going on, and uh, you got the mentored turkey hunts of, uh, going on, and uh, those licenses are now available too, right? Yeah, they sure are. All the licenses uh, pretty much are are available right now, and uh, all of the lotteries have taken place, uh, and the secondary lotteries taken place. So if you want to all buy a, a license over the counter for turkeys, uh, you're welcome to do it. There may even be a few spots left in the A and B season, uh, but C is over the counter and for the rest of the year. So um, I was drawn finally uh, this year for the A season, so I get to go out and. Uh, and hunt that first season, so I'm looking forward to that. So, as you um, as you guys might not know, there's no preferential treatment for DNR employees when it comes to lottery. So this will be my third year uh, that I'm finally getting a license now for the uh, the Malax area. Well, and the, and the ACs, is that is that the Malax State Refuge? Is that okay, where's the boundaries for that? Are you coming over this way? Or are you staying over on the other side of 169? I want to make sure I'm not around when you're here. Well, you got you got to be on the uh, east side of 169, but 
My license is good for the whole uh, wildlife management area. That's about, what, 38,000 acres. And in the A and B season, there's only five people. Uh, and plus kids, plus kids can, uh, can definitely uh, hunt during that, uh, any time of the season. Remember, um, you know, kids 12 and younger, it's only a buck to go turkey hunting. It's only six bucks, um, if it's uh, 13 and above, and you can hunt all seasons, all areas of the state until you harvest a bird. So if you're going to get your kids out for hunting in the spring, which we know we, we love turkey hunting, it's a great time to do it and it's really inexpensive. Yes, definitely. Mike Coldfront Curry uh, here with Outdoor Adventures. Uh, we got to take a quick break here, Mike, and we'll be back because I know you want to tell us the uh, possibility of a new uh, category for the catch and release record here in the state of Minnesota. We'll chat about that. Um, also, plenty of sports shows and also um, kind of what's coming up. Maybe uh, you can fill us in a little bit on what's happening with the legislature as far as I know the uh, fishing licenses went up a little bit and some other uh, different uh laws or new laws or changes out there so we'll get to all that and more with mike coldfront curry from the minnesota department of natural resources next right here on outdoor adventures twin cities news talk am 1130 fm 103.5 and the iheart radio app are you the reason i'm riding around on recap tires Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. If you haven't already, make sure you download that iHeartRadio app. You can search Outdoor Adventures, click the follow button, and then anytime we got a new episode, you will get a notification on your fancy phone, and uh, you'll never miss an episode of Outdoor Adventures. You can listen to it anytime, and you can also search Twin Cities News Talk on the iHeartRadio app. And listen to any of the great programming here, including our show, Outdoor Adventures, anytime, anywhere, on the free iHeartRadio app. We're chatting with uh, Mike Coldfront-Curry from the DNR. And uh, I know we have some new uh, pike regulations going into effect here this year, um, Coldfront. But uh, not only that, I wanted to ask you, I heard a little rumor about uh, possibly a new uh, deal for those northern hunters out there. Yeah, there sure is. Uh, we're, you know, we've added um, a new catch and release program here uh, a few years back, and that includes sturgeon and flathead catfish uh, and sturgeon um, and muskies. But we're, you know, those are fish that are normally, uh, you know, caught and released anyway. They're very seldom you hear anybody, you know, eating a sturgeon. It's all catch and release uh, for the for the most part. So slowly, what we're doing here going forward is adding other trophy fish. And we do that because if we added too many at a time, uh, I think they'd kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there'd be too many fish caught. And, and boy, yeah, we've had, you know, sturgeons left and right. And now that record's uh, already up to 70 inches. So oh, wow. that's that's pretty cool. And, and the other fish are really growing fast, too. But we're at, adding northern pike this year and uh, a minimum of 40 inches. But as soon as the season... Or if, okay, now, now Kudrick said something uh, earlier here that northern pike fishing is still open on Mille Lacs, and he's right. Uh, some, and I want to remind anglers that some people think that the walleye bite is still on and you can still take a fish up here, but that is not true. Just the northern pike. But if you were to catch uh, a 
a 40-inch-plus northern pike here on Mille Lacs, or I think Lake of the Woods is open, some of the border waters, uh, you could be eligible for a catch-and-release uh, certificate, uh, and that'd be pretty cool to, to add that to your wall. How about how about that, Kudak? You looking for a state record northern pike for catch-and-release? Well, I, I am I am in this tulip pea deal now, and I'll tell you what: between these tulip peas and the and the perch we're catching out on the forty foot hole out on the east side, there we're having a lot of fun. And I'll tell you what: if people have never done it before, and and you like smoked fish, you go up there, and like I said, Dickie's got a road out on the south end. He's got a road on the east side, out to the spots. I mean, they're they're easy to catch. I mean, they're they're really not a hard fish to catch. And I think Terry, Terry, uh, Terry on the east side, but call if you know, call your bait stores and, and find out. I mean, you're using the sunfish jig with, with the red Euro larvae and you're fishing it. And I mean, you can get, you can keep 10. So I mean, you, you got a good bunch and you can take them over and you have them smoked or a lot of guys, it's not hard to smoke them. You can go on the internet and find your recipes how to smoke them. I mean, can you get, you get, we got some jumbo perks there the other day. I mean, it's, Season is not over by no means. That's, we still got a lot of fishing yet. Well, I, I agree, and, and one of the keys to um, to those um, those stinky fish—they <laughs> are very tasty, by the way—but they're very oily, and that's what makes makes them good for smoking. Right along with salmon and some of the other uh, salmonoids out there, they are just fantastic when you smoke them. So put it like this: when you catch when you catch a handful of them, and you got a towel in there. You don't take the towel home and wash it, just throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> you burn it or you definitely throw it in the garbage, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, they are, they are, they make, when you catch them, they make so much noise, it's funny your neck, because we had some girls fishing with the other day there, they were, you know, you catch them and you grab a hold of them and they were making all kinds of racket. I said, well, they're talking to you, they want you to give them a kiss before you throw them in the bucket. <laughs> oh, you're, you're mean. <laughs> oh God, yeah, but they—they they had a, the girls we had, had they had a good time. Well, they they'll, now, if they'll hey, kiss Kudak, if they'll you... kiss Kudak, they'll kiss anything, right, Cold Front? Well, that's no, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris, did you catch any uh, eel pout this year at all? Ah, uh, we we did catch a few eel pout, but not not big ones. I mean, small ones. But you know, they're, they are starting to show up a little bit. I've talked to some guys that were fishing by us that had had some eel pout. They they had three or four. That they caught out out the deep water, so they they are starting to show up a little bit. Oh, that's that's really good to hear, and they uh, a very good tasting fish in itself too. You, it's um, poor man's lobster if you cook that tail up. It's it, absolutely a little garlic butter and uh, and a little smoked uh, uh, smoked fish. Boy, that would make for one heck of a good meal. Yeah, and if you're apprehensive about it, I was at first too. But uh, the first time I tried it, I was like, man, I've been missing out all these years. So definitely uh, try it if you get a chance. Um, we just had a few minutes here left. Mike Coldfront Curry is our guest from the Department of Natural Resources. Um, we chatted a little bit about the uh, new catch and release record for northern hunters out there. Got plenty of sports shows coming up. And also I want to uh, remind folks that Eagle Cam is up too now, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. And um, I have got to give them a little plug right now, too. You know, that particular program doesn't get any money from our general funds or from the Fish and Wildlife Funds. Everything is uh, purely voluntary. Uh, you can uh, help them out a little bit with the chickadee checkoff or the loon checkoff that's on your state taxes. Basically, though, that whole program, and they uh, literally manage 800 different non-game species, you know, they can always use a little help and a dollar or two here or there would really be beneficial if you checked it off on your state taxes. 
Sounds great. Uh, check out that Eagle Cam on the uh, DNR website. It is pretty cool. And, of course, uh, you're always doing things for the community, helping people get into the outdoors. And we have the Becoming an Outdoors Woman program. That seems to be um, taken off and had uh, good success there. Also, an outdoor family program. I noticed they had uh, some fly fishing, uh, beginner fly fishing weekend for youths and adults. We have the Manaqua program. Um, can you just kind of explain what those things are a little bit, Mike, and uh, how people get involved with that? Yeah, there's literally you know hundreds of programs out there that uh, it's not only for women, but it's also for families uh, and for kids in, in some instances. And that fly fishing one that you just mentioned, that one's already full, and that was going to be down in the Lanesboro area. And it's uh, literally fly fishing from A to Z. But that's what all these these programs are for becoming outdoor woman and family. It's um, getting into the sport uh, with other people who may not have as much experience uh, as, you know, like Chris and I or yourself have. And uh, really, we get to have a chance to spend some time with them, show them how to cast, show them how to tie, or whether it's trapping, whether it's uh, they actually have a women's program for sturgeon fishing this spring. It really is just uh, having a lot of fun with uh, people that you know, other women, uh, for example. And people, women love to learn from other women, and that's uh, one of the ways uh, that uh, they feel the most comfortable. And this is a great program, uh, but it is a pay-to-play, so it's not uh, it's not exactly or or maybe cheap or maybe just uh, slightly inexpensive. But um, you know, the cost of it, if you think about it, is um, well, if one of Chris's nights out would be much more expensive. Well, I was going to say, you're going to spend a lot on bait to uh, learn stuff uh, on your own uh, accord, so it definitely is worth the investment as, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. And you, you got to remind us, Curry, it ain't too off, but we're going to be down, down uh, west of uh, the cities for the governor's fishing opener. Oh, you're right. Uh, we just had a meeting this last Thursday. We're going to be in the, the Wilmer, New London, Spicer area. They are really ramping up the activities out there, and I look forward to a to a great fishing opener. We just have to get rid of all this snow and ice, though. There's no issues. Well, I got a feeling down there that we'll probably be safe down there up here. It's going to be close. It's good. I mean, it might be one of them years that the ice goes off a couple days before opener. Yeah, with that amount of ice and snow. But then again, that, that sun is nice and hot right now. We just need some of those 40 and 50 degree days that I hear that might be just on the way. So is that going to be mostly at like a Green Lake there? Or do you have any, uh, insight as far as, uh, the course of events? Is it going to be kind of a little more spread out than, uh, in past years or? Yeah, we, we couldn't possibly get, uh, the 110 boats that we usually require for, for the fishing hosts. So there'll be about 50 or 60 maybe on green, but there's another 8 to 10 lakes in the area that are just, boy, great pan fishing, some smallmouth, largemouth, walleyes. Um, it's a good all-around area, and most people just don't think about going over there, but uh, green is uh, pretty much statewide famous for, for great fishing. And uh, Governor Dayton, he won't have to worry about getting beat by the Lieutenant Governor Tina Smith because she's now in the Senate, so lucky for him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that yeah, but uh, he's always challenged by the lieutenant governor. It is an ongoing thing, <laughs> yeah. and it's 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 a lot of skullduggery and tomfoolery, but it is a lot of fun. Uh, and this will be uh, the governor Dayton's last uh, fishing opener as, as governor, so it'll be interesting to see uh, if he goes out in a high or a low. Oh, we should probably we should probably get a pool going to see if he can catch one or not. Well, I think he I think he will. We haven't decided who the fishing host is going to be, but. Uh, 
it's going to be pretty tough to beat. The governor's done quite well the last few years, so we'll see how it goes this year. Well, we could always put Stan in the bowl with him. <laughs> well, he'll I don't have, think I'd do that to the governor. He'll have his, he'll have his limit in no time if that's the case. But uh, before we go here, uh, cold front, I also want to congratulate you. It looks like you won a couple of awards for uh, kind of just helping promote the state as far as tourism goes and the great outdoors here in the state of Minnesota. So hats off to you on that. Well, thank you. Explore Minnesota Tourism gave me a leadership award for uh, being a friend of the Explore Minnesota Tourism, and it was all based upon um, you know, my, the work that I do with the governor's openers and, and with kids and families in general, and then uh, the chances I get to, to talk to you and uh, on the radio and talk about the outdoors and try to make it a little easier on everybody. Um, you know, I, I do about 190 interviews a year, and it really is a lot of fun sharing the outdoors with everybody. It's it's a passion of mine that I'll uh, um, that I really that mom and dad instilled in me. Whether it's um, hunting or fishing or, or hard work, um, I, my hats off to, to mom and dad. I, I I really appreciate what they did for me. Yeah, and uh, we'll be seeing you. Uh, you know, we got the, the the big sports show coming up here at Minneapolis here in a few weeks. Uh, we got uh, there's a, a deer classic coming up that outdoor newspapers putting on. So I mean, there there's a lot of stuff going on here in the next couple months. Yeah, this is a great time of year to to you know get spread your wings out a little bit, get out there and talk with other outdoors people. We've all got a little bit of uh, cabin fever going on right now, and I I I can't even tell you how much I'm looking forward to open water and to turkey hunting this spring. I really really need some outdoor time that I can uh, be one with nature because it's good for the soul. Well, I'm sure you and Jim will be out tramping in the woods looking for deer sheds. So if you if you get stuck. Call us. Me and Stan will come and get you. Uh, right, right. If I can borrow that one from the common man. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll make that call to you guys first. Yeah, well, yeah. if you see Kudok's truck, just go the other way because he's nothing but trouble, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's the kind of trouble we like. That is, that is correct. Mike called from Curry from the DNR. Thanks again for uh, checking in, and uh, we'll chat soon. Well, thanks, guys. And remember to look at our accounts are great outdoors because if you don't, who will? Mike Coldfront Curry from the DNR here. Uh, always a great interview with him and uh, always has great information. Um, all the things you can find uh, that we chatted about, you can just go to the uh, mndnr.gov and uh, find all the links there, whether it's uh, becoming an outdoors woman or becoming an outdoors family, the fly fishing seminars, the Minocqua program, that's for kids and adults alike, um, all the regulations, and uh, lots of great information there. Just check out the DNR website there. Um, also, plenty of things happening. Like I said, Buddy Kudak, uh, plenty of things happening. We got the Deer and Turkey Classic going on uh, this weekend out at the fairgrounds, the Northwest Sports Show. That's coming up here in a couple of weeks at the convention center. And I'm pretty pumped, too, because we have the uh, Donnie Smith Bike Show coming up here in a few weeks as well. So we'll talk about all that. Um, also, uh, we'll chat about the new... Uh, Northern Pike regulations, and uh, I'll maybe even get Kudak going here before uh, the end of the show because we haven't even had a chance to do that as of late with all the uh, other coverage we've had here on News Talk. So uh, that ahead as well, Chris Kudak and Stan Poggle here, Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the iHeartRadio app. If you'd like to call in, 651-989-5855, 651 
989-5855. If you'd like to join in the conversation, we'll be back. second half of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. If you want to dial in, 651-989-5855. Stan Poggle and Chris Kudak here. And Kudak, uh, we just got done with our friend Mike Coldfront Curry. If you missed that, make sure you check us out on the iHeartRadio app. Search Outdoor Adventures, and you can download that. Uh, we'll have that posted here right at the end of the show, but... Like he said, plenty of things coming up here with springs. Uh, we're looking at, uh, I'm guessing, probably a late ice out across the state unless it uh, really warms up here quick. I know I thought, you know, maybe most of the snow was going to be gone on uh, Minnetonka last night when we went out there fishing, but uh, there's still a little bit of snow hanging on, so we aren't really losing any ice yet. No, we got, we got, we haven't lost any ice up here. It's, uh, we got a lot of snow, but, you know, they're looking at the weather for the middle of next week. It's going to be in the 50s, so. No, we got to get some more weather. Like Curry said, the sun is the sun is hot. So I mean, it's it's melting. It's going down slowly but surely. But you know, nights are still cold. So I mean, it's uh, it's not. We're not losing any ice. So you know, fish is still going good. And it's kind of that nice time of the year if you are an avid fisherman. You know, during the during the cold months when they have all the roads plowed and you can drive a truck out and the landings are good and. You know, people have their fancy ice castles out there or their skid houses out there. You know, generally, um, I guess the, uh, I, we like to call them amateurs. They, they go out a little bit more during those times, but this is where you can really take advantage of some great, great, uh, late season fishing and you don't have, you know, a hundred snowmobiles and four wheelers flying by. You don't have trucks and cars driving past you constantly in the, you know, the occasional party house, uh, with the strobe lights and the flashing lights and the loud music right next to you. So it's really a good time for those uh, sportsmen out there to get out and uh, have some good luck out on the ice. Oh, you bet. I mean, we're, we're going, we're going to uh, a lake tomorrow and do a little pan fish with the, with all the grandkids, Roadkill and his, all his grandkids are coming up and another buddy of ours. And we're going to take all the grandkids out and then go catch some pan fish and, and have a good time and bring the bring the grill out there and feed them and, and let them go have a good time, right? The four-wheeler around a little bit or the snowmobile and they'll have fun. Now, uh, of course, we had to get the new licenses, and I know this will make you happy, but it was three bucks more, I believe, this year. Is that not right? I, well, I don't know. I, I got my license here a couple weeks ago. Mine's free. No, yours is not free. Don't give me that. Yes, it is. Mine did, is free. Did you get the uh, lifetime license then back back in the day or what? No, no. I okay. am permanently, I'm permanently disabled. Oh, I got you. I got you. So, But it, it was a few bucks more, which, you know, I mean, I guess everything goes up after a while. It hadn't been raised in a while. And, and uh, hopefully, uh, I'm hoping it'll at least make the fishing a little easier for me because, uh, I don't know, as of late, my buddies were giving me crap last night. I did not have a good showing on the ice, and I was really uh, not happy with with uh, the results I had last night. Now, overall, we didn't do that great uh, amongst the three of us, anyway. But you know, I I almost was uh, thinking about maybe hanging up the fishing rods. I, I I was I was so ticked off. 
did you uh, go for that beer tasting contest at the Fletcher's? That we did not make it to, but I uh, mentioned it to my buddy, and he seemed kind of excited about it. But uh, we were out there uh, trying to get some crappies. We did get a few, and but unfortunately, uh, they were few and far between. We had a lot of marks, but just uh, couldn't get them to bite. Yeah, well, you know, that's why they call it fishing. It's not always catching. But, you know, you're out there with a bunch of friends and having a good time, and I'm sure you, you've had, you had a few pops and waters with you, so... I'm sure the stories were flying. No, oh, I tell you what, that Tennessee fire stuff, have you had that? Ooh. I, I drink Diet Mountain Dew, you know. That is, that is uh, it's an interesting uh, cocktail, but uh, it also uh, can get you in a little trouble if you aren't careful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had, uh, <laughs> I went for dinner last night with Roadkill, and we had, uh, I had my shrimp with my onion rings and my Diet Mountain Dew, and I was, I was home in, in, in good shape. Yeah, plenty of things coming up. We have the Northwest Sports Show. I know uh, you've been involved with that many uh, over the past uh, years, and that is going to be held at the uh, Convention Center in Minneapolis. So that's coming up the 22nd through the 25th, so just a couple of weeks away there. And, you know, that's always kind of, I guess, I kind of look at that as kind of the kickoff, the spring or the kickoff to the summer season. You get a lot of boats and resorts and campers and RVs and fishing gear and summer gear. It's... It really is a good thing for sportsmen to get out there and check out just to kind of, it's kind of like the ice show in December, you know. It, it's kind of that kickoff to the season. Well, like I tell everybody, you know what? You got all the boat dealers, you got a bunch of resorts, you got tackle companies, they got all the new stuff down there. You got, you know, you got Frankie's down there with the boat, with the Rangers, and you got the Lund down there, and they got all their pro staff guys in there. Very good, Takasaki, you know, Ron Shares down there in the Frankie's booth or whatever he's doing. Plus, on Saturday and Sunday, the last weekend there, you got uh, Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame inductees getting inducted on, uh, I believe it's Saturday night. And, uh, and Saturday morning, I believe it's the Minnesota uh, Hall of Famer inducted their people. So, I mean, if a guy wants to go down and learn anything or talk to anybody, I mean, everybody's under one roof, and these guys will sit there and, you know, you can bend their ear and find out what's new in fishing, electronics, I mean, the Hummingbird stuff, the Vexar stuff, uh, JT Rods, I'm sure, will be there. You know, it's uh, it's under one roof. You pay your money, you go down there, and you can spend the day and, and, and you know, book a trip out to South Dakota, book a trip wherever. I mean, everybody's down there. Yeah, it's definitely a one-stop shop, so uh, definitely encourage people to check out the sports show uh, the 22nd through the 25th at the Convention Center. Also, the Deer and uh, Turkey Classic, that's going on this weekend. I believe that goes through tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the Muskie Expo is going on down at, I believe, Hamlin University, and that's going on. Uh, I think it started yesterday, it goes on to all day today, and goes on tomorrow. Yep, so plenty of things. Uh, it's kind of that season where uh, you get into all the sports shows and stuff like that. It should be a fun time. Um, we got a few more other things we want to chat about here before we go. we got the new uh, Northern Pike regulations. That's going to be uh, starting here at the beginning of the season, so we'll get you an update on that. And also uh, we'll even talk a little two-wheeling, too, here. When we come back on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the iHeartRadio app.
final segment of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. I'm Stan Poggle, and my co-host, legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer, Chris Kudak, all alongside via telephone here, as always, on News Talk. I want to remind you, uh, Black Republican, Black Democrat coming up here after Outdoor Adventures, so stay tuned for that as well. And before I forget, Kudak, I need to congratulate uh, my neck of the woods uh, just up the road in Orono, the uh, 2018 State High School Hockey Champs in Class A. So that was pretty impressive. I got a kid that uh, I worked with at the boat club. He scored the game winner here yes, uh, the other day in overtime. And so that was a pretty exciting time for him. And uh, they held uh, Alexandria off today. I was I was biting my nails there for a little bit, but they uh, pulled her off two to one. So congratulations to the Orono Spartans on that. No, I watched I watched the games. I'm going to watch the one today. I got my grandson here with me, and we're going to go out and shoot his AK-57 here in a little while, so he can he can practice with that. So we got we got a couple hundred rounds, so he can go shoot off here a little later. I'm going to teach him teach him how to shoot that thing here a little later. But uh, all them all them kids that come down and play in that hockey tournament. I mean, I watched them the other night. I'll tell you what, there wasn't a team in there that was not talented. The kids yep. are fast. They they're they're very very good hockey players. Coach coaches, you know, they do a good job with them. The, the hair, uh, you know what? The hair wasn't as good as it usually was. Yep. I, I like the kids back when I played hockey. I had hair down the middle of my back back in the old <laughs> days, and uh, you know, you got the kids got to grow a little more hair. Yeah, I, I guess I'm kind of uh, over the whole uh, what hair hockey team i guess it's kind of lost its luster with me but i did notice there's a few things that you know like they always say everything new is old again but there's a lot of kids with certain designs in their hair or certain uh, styles and unfortunately i remember a few of those and uh, they were not pretty in my generation and they're still not no no (laughs) i just uh you know it's it's a deal that you know it's it's fun for the kids to come down there and play I mean, uh, you looked at Monomita, you looked at Centennial. I mean, the, the kids are good occupiers. I mean, uh, they're fast. They're they got good heads on their shoulders. They don't take stupid penalties. The rest did a good job. I you know, I watched the majority of the games here last couple of days. The, the game tonight's going to be a good game. It'll be an interest. Every team that I picked to win didn't win. So yep. I'm, I'm I'm batting a hundred like usual. Yeah, there was a few uh, surprises. I'm sure a lot of people surprised Edina went down, but I mean Duluth East, I believe they won it here a couple of years ago, so they're no slouch either. So um, it, it's it's usually pretty a stiff competition, and anybody can kind of win, especially in hockey. It seems uh, you know the seedings don't uh, mean as much as they maybe would in football or uh, basketball. Well, you put it like this: if you got a hot goalie, he's going to keep you in the game, and you know he. I, I was listening to the commentators there, and I can't remember if it was Mark Parrish or who I was talking. You know, they, these kids pass and pass and pass and pass. You cannot score a goal if you're not shooting on net. And you looked at some of these shots that went on net that they shot, you know, screen through the defense, and they scored a goal. Mm-hmm. You know, and I coached hockey for years. I played hockey for years. Shoot the puck. Yep. That's, so, you know, I mean, you can pass. It makes it look good. Sometimes, yeah, you can, you can score. Shoot the puck. I mean, the goalie is there. You can tip it. You can do whatever. It can bounce off your defense, but it can bounce off whatever. Go on the net. You shoot the puck. You can't score if you don't shoot the puck. 
Yeah, you can't score if you can't uh, don't shoot the puck. And I use that in uh, fishing as well. You can't catch a fish without a line in the water. So that's just like it's like the, you can't shoot a deer sitting on the couch. You can't shoot a deer sitting at the dock. You got to have your line in the water, watching your bobber or doing whatever. You got to get out there and do it. I mean, that's just how it is. Well, speaking of fishing, uh, when the season opens here in a couple of months, or what is about four months from now, or three months from now, the new pike harvest regulations uh, are going into effect. Uh, and I guess the way they're, the way I understood it, they're they're switching them up a little bit to try to not only keep the trophies, but also to kind of eliminate a lot of those kind of little hammer handles we like to call them, or snakes. Yeah, it's. Uh... I really haven't read through, but I know it's we, we can keep ten now, and and I don't know. I, I I you know northern's a predator fish. They like to eat everything there is, and I I think ten is maybe too many. I would I would have went with six or whatever, and and well, it know. depends on what region you're in. Like in your region, I think it's basically. I mean, in general, I mean, there's some little jots up and down north and south from here, but it's basically Highway Seven. Or if you think of two twelve, you know, um, kind of in that area to the north, everything except kind of that northeast Arrowhead region. That's where it's going to be a limit of ten, um, no more than two, bigger than twenty six, and then anything from twenty two to twenty six must be released. So those are obviously going to grow into a little bit bigger fish, and you know, it's gonna, they're going to try to. It sounds like. Kind of have people more keep the smaller ones, you know, if they want to pickle some or get some for the frying pan. Because as we've seen with other fish, you know, catch and release is great. Catch, photo, and release is great. But if you never keep anything, you know, they they kind of cannibalize themselves. Well, you look, look at Mille Lacs with the with the bass. I mean, we've, we've been catching bass on Mille Lacs for, you know, since back in the 70s. And we never kept bass. I mean, we... We, we've always, you know, and we've caught big bass, and it was always kind of a secret till about five, six years ago, and, you know, now it's the world's biggest bass lake in the country, and we got guys coming from Oklahoma all over the country, Florida, and they're coming up here to catch bass. Well, you know, pretty soon, they got all these bass master tournaments, they got this and that, and, and you got everybody and their brother now that are, are out catching bass. You got, we got tournaments, three tournaments every weekend up there, if it's a club tournament or whatever. And pretty soon you're going to decimate that bass deal. I mean, I watched guys that I had fishing here last summer. We caught a hundred of them, and we never left one spot over there. And pretty soon, you know, you can only hook these things so many times, and they're going to die. Yep. So uh, that is in the north central kind of your area. Like I said, basically uh, about uh, Highway Seven Two Twelve um, North. And then the northeast, kind of the arrowhead section, that runs basically from International Falls down to Duluth and then to the east. Um, the limit there is only two pike. Um, you must release all from 30 to 40, so that's a pretty decent-sized one, and only uh, one over 40 allowed in possession. So basically one under 30 and one over 40, the way it looks there. And then in the south, so like I was mentioning, the kind of that Highway 7, 212 line running uh, east and west, south of that line, just a two-fish limit there as well, and that's going to be a minimum size of 24 inches, so basically uh, 24 and up in that region. So um, that's what we're looking at there. Yeah. Well, you know, we, I mean, there's lakes up here by me that, I mean, they're just, you You can go out and catch you know, a lot of little ones. They're, they're full of a lot of little ones. And, and this winter that I, I talked to some guys that fish it a lot, 
but they caught a lot of, a lot of northerns out there, and the biggest one they caught was probably nine, ten pounds. And but they caught tons of three, four pounders. I mean, there's just the lake is just infested with them. Well, which you got to get some of them out of there. You're talking the smaller ones. Yeah, yeah, you got to get some of them small ones out of there, and and you know, let the, then then you got your panfish and your crappies and your walleyes, and you know, they'll get a little bigger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that's the thing. You know, a lot of people. You know, with the catch and release, they they throw all the little ones back. Oh, let's let them grow bigger. Let's let. Well, if you never keep any of the little ones, you know, that's kind of uh, the same thing. You know, then all of a sudden, all you got is little dinkers because people keep the big ones and and don't ever uh, keep the small ones. Well, it's no different than muskie fishing. Everybody catches a muskie. You know, they they take a picture of it. They do it, and they throw it back. Well, start you know, start taking a few muskies. Start eating them. You know, I bet they'll probably be good smoke. Yeah, well, anything's pretty. Every pretty much anything is good smoked. But anyways, like I was saying earlier, we got a film shoot up here. We got a TV show with Focus Outdoors on Wednesday, Thursday, on Malax, and we're going out at Dickie's over at uh, on the east side of the lake. We're going to go out to the spot out there, and we're going to get some, do a little tulipy shoot and a perch shoot. And you know, if people want to come up and fish. Call Bill Lundeen or call one of the you know, resorts up there. Find out if these guys got roads out to, you know, they'll just tell them you want to go tulipy fishing, and they'll tell you if the tulipies are biting and how to get there. They got roads out there, and you'll you'll bring your kids up, bring a flasher, uh, you know, and they're not hard to catch. I'm using four pound test with a, uh, a tungsten jig from Custom Jigs and Spin. And, you know, you put four or five of them red ural larvae on there, and you, you watch your flasher, and them things come in in the school, and usually you can pick four or five out of the school. And, I mean, the tulipies are really nice tulipies this year. They're big. I mean, we haven't Yeah, I noticed dirt. that. They're pretty good-sized. And, I mean, they're they're fun to catch. You get into them, I tell you what, it's – it's they, they fight decent, I mean, for their size, and, I mean, it's it's a fun day out on the ice if you can, if you can uh, get into them. I'm using four-pound test line and two-pound test line. I'm actually using my panfish rods. You know, I mean, but you know, you, I got I got a couple walleye rods, some JT walleye rods that I took some. I respooled them here the other day and put some four-pound on them. And then I got a flasher. I use a custom jig. They got some flashers that are just you can slip over your line and they they're held by little binders on it. Mm-hmm. And you, a lot of times these tulipies will hit that flasher. They'll they'll grab that flasher for whatever reason and. Then you got to pull your little tungsten jig up to them, and when they hit, when they hit it, they're usually hooked. I mean, they they really hit that thing. I mean, we've caught walleyes out there doing this. We've caught perch out there doing this. I mean, yeah, you, you you would you would think a little wax worm that you wouldn't be catching. And we caught some nice walleyes out there. It's a nice perch, but yeah, if people want to do that. Fishing season is not done yet. I mean, oh, there's, there's plenty a lot of, of time. fish up to the state. You know, give Dickie a call or give Terry a call over at Terry's Boat Harbor. I'm sure he's got a road. I have back, I'm sure he's got a road out. Or call Bill Lundin and he'll, he'll, you know, one of the bait stores up there. And I mean, stuff is still going pretty strong up here. We got snowmobiles going up around here on the lake. Uh, every bar's got a meat raffle. They got specials going on. I mean, there's always something going on. You call the, you know, the people up here need, need the people's help down in the cities to get some revenue up here on the lake. Definitely. So uh, go see Kudak and the gang up there. And uh, before we go here, I only got about a minute left, but. It's it's almost that season, Kudak, uh, motorcycle season, and uh, the great custom show, the Donnie Smith Bike Show, is uh, coming up here March 24th and 25th. They're also going to have uh, 
rat rod cars and custom cars and custom bikes and tattooed ladies and all sorts of fun stuff. So uh, I'll probably, well, not probably, I'll be heading to that for sure. Well, you better get me a pass if they got tattoos to get out there. I'm, I'm thinking about getting one. Oh, God, I can only imagine what you're going to get. We got to roll, buddy. Then I'm going to buy a Harley. Well, sounds good. I'll uh, test drive it for you. That's legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer Chris Kudak. I'm Stan Poggle, average everyday fisherman and two-time reigning bottle bass champion. Black Republican, Black Democrat is coming up next. Don't forget, check us out on Facebook. Just search Outdoor Adventures. And make sure you download that free iHeartRadio app. Make sure you never miss an episode of Outdoor Adventures. Enjoy your time in the outdoors. See ya.